Listen to a text that I began with a few weeks ago before I was rudely interrupted. And then I will read a portion of scripture from the Apostle Paul to the Corinthian Ecclesia. That is one of the most amazing passages that I think we could ponder for these times. Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 1, Message Bible. The problem as God gave Habakkuk to see it. God, how long do I have to cry out for help before you listen? How many times do I have to yell, help, murder, police, before you come to the rescue? Why do you force me to look at evil, stare trouble in the face day after day? Anarchy and violence break out. Quarrels and fights all over the place. Law and order fall to pieces. Justice is a joke. The wicked have the righteous hamstrung and, and stand justice on its head. But God says, look, look around at the godless nations. Look long and hard. Brace yourself for a shock. Something's about to take place and, and you're going to find it hard to believe. Verse 5, King James reads this way, I will work a work in your days hard to believe, though it were told you. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6 through 16, Passion Bible. The great apostle Paul, it, it's almost as though he sat down and said, I'm going to see how much I can put in a paragraph. Because this is, this you could teach on for, for months. There is a wisdom that we continually speak of when we are among the spiritually mature. I believe that that is referring to the remnant. It's wisdom that did not originate in this present age, nor did it come from the rulers of this age who are in the process of being dethroned. See, dethroning is a process. Occupying is a process. Instead, we continually speak of this wonderful wisdom that comes from God, hidden before now in a mystery. It is His secret plan destined before the ages to bring us into glory. Yes, it's salvation, and yes, it's freedom from sin through the cross, but it is also the revelation that we are the sons and the daughters of God. It's a revelation that we are His heirs. None of the rulers of this present world order understood it, for if they had, they never would have crucified the Lord of shining glory. This is why the Scriptures say things never discovered or heard of before. Things beyond our ability to imagine. Things hard to believe. These are the many things God has in store for all His heirs who love Him. God now unveils these profound realities to us by the Spirit. That is a capital S, so it's Holy Spirit. 
Yes, he has revealed to us his inmost heart and deepest mysteries through the Holy Spirit, who constantly explores all things. He explores with us inmost mysteries of the Father's heart. He explores that with us. After all, who can really see into a person's heart and know their hidden impulses except for that person's spirit? So it is with God. His thoughts and secrets are only fully understood by His Spirit, capital S, Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God. For we did not receive the Spirit of this world system, but the Spirit of God so that we might come to understand and experience all that grace has lavished upon us. All that grace has lavished upon us. Understand and experience all that grace has lavished upon the heirs, the sons and daughters. And we articulate these realities with the words imparted to us by the Spirit, Holy Spirit, and not with the words taught by human wisdom. We join together Spirit-revealed truths with Spirit-revealed words. That would be words of the Scripture, words in dreams, words in visions that Holy Spirit gives to us. We join together Holy Spirit revealed truths with Holy Spirit revealed words. Someone living on an entirely human level rejects the revelations of God's Holy Spirit for they make no sense to him. He can't understand the revelations of the Holy Spirit because they are only discovered by the illumination of the Holy Spirit himself. Those who live in the Spirit, that is, they walk according to Holy Spirit, they walk after Him, after His principles, are able to carefully evaluate all things, and they are subject to the scrutiny of no one but God. For who has ever intimately known the mind of the Lord Yahweh well enough to become his counselor? Christ has. And we possess Christ's perceptions. We, the born-again ones, led by Holy Spirit, we possess Christ's per perceptions. Holy Spirit reveals to us Christ's perceptions. This passage is absolutely loaded. It is filled with principles. It's filled with keys that we must implement to have wisdom for our times. It's filled with principles that we must discern for our times. We must hear, we must know Christ's perceptions for His church. We must know Father God. We must know the Godhead's perceptions for our times. 
Paul gives us very clear instructions. He gives clear instructions for the king's ecclesias today. He gives us the remnant, a very clear call. And that call is be who you really are through Holy Spirit guidance. Be the born-again ones with full authority led by the Holy Spirit to represent Father's family dynasty upon the earth. Listen to and walk Walk after the Holy Spirit. Walk what He says to you. Let Him reveal His words to you. We have now entered into a God-planned moment, a fullness of time, whereby greater possibilities for you as a kingdom heir is now activating. Something is stirring from God's womb, the very womb of the Father for you. You're an heir. You're, you're different. The born again ones, you're different than any other beings on the planet. No one is like you. You are unique. You're special. Your love beyond it, your ability to even comprehend it. And now from the womb of the Father comes His perceptions, His plans to bring out things in you and things for you that are incredible if you embrace who you really are. We're moving into God and son business, God and daughter business. God and kingdom heir business. The invitation of the Father is come walk with me in a new way, in a higher dimension. I want to show you more of your purpose and I want to show you more of the business. I'm merging my spirit realm with you. And I'm giving you assistance that I've given no other generation quite like I have given to you. I have worked my plans. I have worked my strategies. I have worked my, my ways into generation after generation after generation. And now I am in yours. There are prophetic words, dreams, and visions by the thousands that are now connecting to your times. They are merging to flow with you in activated promises. It's your time, he says, for my plans. It's your time for my plans. I have made you for this moment. And I have put within you abilities to walk with me in spirit realms, built into you by the synergy of the ages, built into you by centuries of enlightenment, built into you by wisdom, 
passed on to you by the heroes of the faith, built into you by the revelation that I gave to the prophets, built into you by knowledge that Holy Spirit has imparted to you, built into you by the teaching and the training of faithful disciples built into you by powerful move after move after move of Holy Spirit on the earth. I have made you to move and merge with my work through the ages. I have prepared you to merge with my spiritual kingdom that is now merging into the earth realm at greater measures than it ever has before. I have made you for this time. I have made you, I've made the remnant. I have made the ecclesia for this moment to flow in synergistic purposes. It's in the calling breath I put inside of you. You have tendency awareness that I have put inside of you for this moment. I have sharpened abilities inside of my heirs with the whetstones of their heritage. I have nuanced every generation differently Know your difference. Know your calling. Know who you are. Know who you can be. I have made you to walk with me in deeper ways, in ever-increasing atmospheres of glory. I've made you to work with my angels at levels no other generation has ever worked with them. I have made you to think as reigning heirs. I have made you to rejoice and participate in, in my greatest harvest. You are uniquely made for this harvest. You have been born to legislate with authority from the spirit realm and disciple natural realms. I have placed inside of you governing tendencies in ways I have not placed in any other generation. Yes, there's a call in the soul wells of who you are to rise and to steward your times. I have made you to participate, participate with me in days hard to believe, even though someone were to tell you about them in advance. I have, I have prepared you. you. You have been prepared by Holy Spirit to walk by faith and not by sight. You have been prepared for a new era, one that I've planned for decades, for centuries. You have been prepared for new things that are now being launched on the planet. Also, Paul says, concerning this era, in an era of increased shining glory, he says, rulers, rulers of that age will be dethroned. I believe we are moving into that phase of kingdom business at this very moment. I believe that's natural realm rulers government rulers in the natural realm. That would be the White House, state houses, Congress, and its spiritual rulers in hell's kingdom, the rulers of darkness. In other words, demon, demon principalities 
are going to be dethroned in this era. We are moving into a dethroning business for King Jesus. And wicked rulers that are supporting Baal's doctrines right in front of our eyes and doing so boldly are about to be dethroned because the kingdom heirs are going to rise and do business. Paul also talks about wisdom from God that's just mysterious, he says. It's hidden from the powers of darkness. So it's hidden from the forever loser. It's hidden in secret plans prepared before the ages of time ever began, he says. And he talks about freedom or salvation from sin that is provided by, by the cross. But also, he says, it reveals the revelation of the sons and the daughters of God, which is a major aspect of the era we are now moving into, the manifestation of the sons of God, the daughters of God, is going to emerge further. It reveals the heirs of Christ's kingdom and the Father's dynasty that is led by the Holy Spirit. Notice he says, things never discovered or even heard of before. You say, what's that? I don't know. I've never heard of it before. <laughs> Verse 9 says, things never discovered or, or even heard of before. Things beyond our ability to imagine, things hard to believe, are the many things God has in store for us. Also, he says, Holy Spirit is going to unveil profound realities. In other words, things that actually exist that we don't see yet. But they're not notional, they're real. Profound realities, heart secrets deep inside the Godhead is a part of what we are moving into in this this era. He says, as we walk after the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit will constantly explore all things with us that Father has in mind. For Holy Spirit knows the hidden impulses and the secret thoughts of the Father. Also, He reminds us, the Holy Spirit is given to us when we are born again and also that we are baptized or can be baptized into him with outpourings after outpourings from heaven like the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2. Why? Why? So that we might come to understand and experience all that Father God's grace lavishes upon us, and so we are enabled to join together His revealed truths with His revealed words. Revelation that makes no sense to the world, but enables us to carefully evaluate what's going on as Holy Spirit explores that with us. 
unveils it to us. It enables us to possess and live out Christ's perceptions for us and Christ's perceptions of us. I mean, what a scripture, what a passage. A kingdom is rising at a level and in ways never seen before. A new breed of remnant warriors are rising. A new church, a different kind, different manifestations of it. A new church is rising, a true ecclesia led by Holy Spirit and assisted by angel armies is rising. A new era is launching. Supernatural wisdom is being poured out to give us triumphant victories. Tri triumphant. We're going to be triumphant in battle after battle. Great victories. And all of this is now happening. And, and it's not happening because we're going to lose to hell. No, big, win, big wins are moving into our times. Massive turnarounds. Massive turnarounds are being provided for God's people. About a month ago now, as I was pondering this passage of Scripture, these words of the Apostle Paul, I said, Holy Spirit, I do believe that you do show, you show us what's happening. And I said, I, I believe that you even show us things to come. The Bible teaches us that, and, and I believe that. And Holy Spirit, Jesus said that you would come and you would tell us what he is saying to us. You would, you would give us his perceptions. You would give us the king's perceptions. And I also said, Holy Spirit, I know that you know the Father's heart, and you are here to reveal Father's heart to us. So I said, what is a profound reality Father God is saying for our times right now. What is a deep secret inside of the heart of King Jesus or the Father that we should now understand and be experiencing? And immediately, there was no delay. There was no interlude. Immediately, Holy Spirit said, Father said, I am remembering you. I, it took me by surprise. I was not expecting that. What is the Father saying? What is in the Father's heart right now? What is Father saying right now? And Holy Spirit said, Father said, I am remembering you. He says, I am remembering my words to you. I'm remembering you. Well, I instantly knew that the you was not just me. It was me, and I needed to hear that, but I knew this was a different level. It was meant for the ecclesia. 
It was meant for the remnant. It was meant for you. It was meant for those that are watching. I was to proclaim this as an apostolic prophetic word into this era that would activate. It was a word to his sons and his daughters. Father said, I am remembering you. I am remembering my words to you. Well, I knew that had a that had a meaning that I needed to look into because this was not some surface kind of thing. What does the scripture mean when it says, and God remembered? I mean, of course he did. God doesn't forget. He forgets nothing. So this isn't the obvious thing stated here. The Hebrew word for remember is the Hebrew word zekar. And it has a nuance about it that is so, it's so good to know. Zakar means to bring someone or someones to mind and then act on that person or person's behalf. Zakar is not, it is not a, a mental act of remembering something. It is a direct action that is the result of remembering. In the scriptures that talk about God remembering someone, every single one of them always include God action on that person's behalf. Zakar. It always includes God's actions. And again, I'm saying that this is a word for this moment that is going to go through the ecclesias and into this era. Here's some examples. In Genesis chapter 8, we are told that God remembered Noah and his family. That does not mean that God had forgot about them. It's not like God was walking around heaven and goes, oh, we got guys in a boat down there. Well, no. It's the word zakar. God remembers and brings forth his actions. He acted on their behalf. He sent a wind that caused the floodwaters to recede and dry land to appear. In his remembrance, there was the supernatural release of his actions. In his remembering was supernatural response. It always happens when it says God remembered someone. Always does. In Genesis chapter 30, verse 22, we are told that God remembered Rachel, Jacob's wife. She was barren. And she desperately wanted, she desperately wanted a child. And she had cried out to God time after time, crying out for years to have a child. And one day, the, the time came that intersected with a God-planned moment. And we are told, it says, God remembered Rachel. Zachar is the word. And what 
what was the God action? He opened her womb. She was able to conceive. Barrenness was broken and Joseph was born. In Exodus 2, 24, we are told of God's people in Egyptian bondage. They were persecuted. They were, they were enslaved. They, they were under oppressive laws, rules, taskmasters. But the scripture says, God remembered his covenant to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Again, of course he did. He forgets nothing. But, but the word is zakar. He brought it to mind with action. He sent Moses. And he, he set them free. He destroyed Pharaoh's army. He gave them great wealth. There was a transfer of wealth. He healed every single one of them. None of them left Egypt feeble. They were all healed. He took them to a land of milk and honey. He turned despair to gladness. In God's remembrance was his action. It supernaturally activated in his remembrance. Theologians tell us the phrase, God remembers is an anthropomorphism. You never thought you'd hear that on Sunday morning, did you? A figure of speech in which a finite human trait is ascribed to an infinitely powerful God so that we can understand Him more. Understand, when God remembers, it, it, it always is followed by proof he never forgets, always. It's never not happened. When he remembers, it's always followed by proof. He never forgets. It's proof he is acting on your behalf. In Acts chapter 10, verse 31, an angel of the Lord appeared to Cornelius and said, God has heard your prayers and he said, God has remembered your alms, your giving to the poor. God's remembered your giving to the poor. And in that remembering was God's actions. He sent the apostle Peter to him to preach the gospel of the kingdom. And Cornelius gathered his whole household together, extended family together. And Peter preached the gospel to, to them. And we are told that his entire household was saved. In the remembering was God's actions. In the remembering was God's response. In the remembering was God's deliverance. In the remembering was God's great salvation. I heard Holy Spirit say, Father just said, I'm remembering you. Of all the things I thought I would hear, I was on the back deck. I remember coming in and telling Carol, I just heard God say, I'm remembering you. She said, what does that mean? I said, I don't know, but I'm going to find out. 
I heard Holy Spirit say. Holy Spirit, what's the Father saying? Holy Spirit said, Father says, I'm remembering you. Father said, I'm remembering my sons. I'm remembering my daughters. Something amazing is unveiling on this planet. It, it's, it's never been seen like, quite like this before. God is remembering us in this era. God, I hope you hear that today. God is remembering you. You hear, you watching. We've entered into an era like the children of Israel in the Exodus. Like, like Noah's day. Like Rachel. Like David who cried out, God, remember me. And God did. God surrounded him with mercy, surrounded him with loving kindness, and delivered him from his enemies. Father said, I'm remembering, I'm remembering my word to my people. I'm remembering my word to the ecclesia. Meaning, prophesying, meaning, my action on their behalf has released. It's now in process. I'm remembering my prophetic words to you. And my supernatural action on your behalf is activating to deliver you, to set you free. I'm remembering. I'm, I'm, I'm remembering. I'm acting on your behalf. Proof of it. It's manifesting. Barrenness will break. Floodwaters will recede. Storms will be calmed. Deliverance is activating. Enemies are going to be drowned. Hamans are going to hang. New territories are opening. Covenant promises are flowing. Father says, I'm remembering words I spoke to you ages ago. I'm remembering words I spoke to you in your youth. I forget nothing. Zakar, my actions on your behalf has now begun. I will save your children. I will save your households. I will provide. I will heal. I will free you. In his remembrance is the release of his power to do it. Here, the word of pre uh, profound reality uh, of your father activating a delivering principle into this moment of time on this planet, in this era, right now. It will have profound effect and become a profound reality. I'm remembering you. I'm remembering my word to you. I'm remembering my promise. My focused actions are now releasing to you. I'm remembering 
I'm remembering America. I'm remembering my promise to your founding fathers. I'm, I'm remembering what I said to John Adams. I'm remembering what I said to Thomas Jefferson. I remember what I said to Benjamin Franklin. I remember telling them, you will be a city on a hill. And you will preach the gospel of, of my kingdom all over this world. And you will be my covenant nation. I am remembering your nation. And pharaohs of our times will not stop his response. I am remembering. We're moving into an era, a supernatural era of God's remembrance. God is launching his actions on behalf of his children in this awesome revival era. You're not left out. He's remembering you. I clearly, I, I heard it so clear. Father is remembering his word to you. And it's more than just Remembering as we think of remembering. It is a covenant remembrance. He's remembering. He, he's remembering and it, it is his proof of his action. His actions are now releasing on behalf of his ecclesia. And they're releasing on your behalf today. You're moving into a time when the king, when the father acts on your behalf. He's going to act. It's proof of his remembrance. His power to change is going to be manifestly revealed. Miracles will flow. Supernatural change is in process. You're moving into the supernatural times when God remembers you and releases supernatural power from his being to change things. Singers and musicians come. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord, By the power and the release of Holy Spirit, the anointing of the apostolic and prophetic on my life, I loose this word. And I loose it, Lord, to accelerate rapidly now from this house, through this house, and from this house into our nation and into this world, into houses that are listening right now. Houses like Cornelius who are hearing the gospel and hearing the promises. And I loose this into the ecclesia hubs to accelerate this word and release a faith to rise, grabbing hold of a promise you spoke. I'm remembering you. There are apostles that need to hear that word today. There are evangelists that need to hear it. There are sons and daughters that need to hear it. I am remembering you. It's more than I don't forget. 
I'm moving on your behalf. I'm moving to change things. I'm moving to deliver. I'm moving to drown adversaries. I'm moving to hang Hamans. I'm moving to release barrenness off of you. Lord, may, may you breathe that word around this nation and around this world in households of faith, in living rooms, in cars. Holy Spirit, as I heard on the deck of my house, may they hear where they are. May they hear it in this room today. Father says, I remember you. I'm remembering you. I remember what I told you when you were 10 years old. I remember when you were five. I remember when you knelt at an altar. I remember that covenant. And in my remembrance, I'm responding to you. And I'm activating in this era for my church, for my ecclesia, for my remnant. Days that are hard to even believe. What brought you such deliverance? What gave you such victory? The Lord remembered me. The Lord remembered and he freed. The Lord remembered the attack was broken. The Lord remembered and supernatural power released. May this, this profound reality go forth into the remnant, into the, the New Testament churches, those that have, that have fought and fought and fought and they've stood and they've stood and they've stood and they've wondered and they've wondered and they've wondered and perhaps even wondered, does God even remember me? profound reality come deep inside of their being by Holy Spirit because you said Lord that's the only way we've got to connect we've got to put together the, the spiritual the, the truth of the Holy Spirit with his words you said that breathe inside of them the profound reality that you are remembering, you're bringing it to pass. Father, it struck me so much this week that every time, every time this happened, it always released power, it always changed things. It was never just the act of remembering. It was always the release of power to change, to delivery in that remembrance. The illustrations that you gave to me were from times centuries ago, millennia ago, 
but just four weeks ago, you said it again. And you said it so clear. You tell them I'm remembering them. You tell them I'm remembering you. I'm remembering you. I'm remembering you. I haven't forgot. I'm remembering you. I remember you. And it's more than I didn't forget. I am releasing power to change, releasing power to create, releasing power to demonstrate I do what I say. I always do. I always do. Grab hold of that. That's launching into this room today. It's launching into America. It's launching around this world. Profound realities of who we are is going to be released. The Lord says to those who have moved into times and carried a weight of failure, and the rejection because of that failure. Failure. That became a yoke of oppression. Well, the Lord says to you today, I remember you. I remember the freshness of my call upon you. I remember, I remember your receptivity. And I move on your behalf. For I have delighted to use failures. I've poured the oil of powerful restoration, time and time again. Lord says, do not look at your failure. Listen to me. I remember you. I remember move on your behalf I'll straighten things I will align I will release your freedom the Lord is releasing freedom today from failure from the past even times of disobedience. He doesn't forget. He's remembering you. It's unconditional love. It's unconditional acceptance. He'll turn. I'll turn it for good. I'll turn it for good. I have a sense today there are there are people in ministry all over this world who just have not been able to 
to overcome some things. And you keep dragging that failure. But see in the spirit realm, Father's just cutting the tethers of that. So I, I remember past that. I'm remembering. I'm remembering. And I'm going to move on your behalf. Mm -hmm. Those today, Lord, that are in difficult times, I pray they would hear this word breathed straight from your heart. Because within it, there's hope. Within it, there's peace. Within it, there's healing. There's deliverance. I pray every person here, somehow, and every person that ever listens to this, somehow, and you know how to do it, but somehow would hear within it these words breathe to them. I remember you. And I will release my power on your behalf. It'll change. It'll change. Something is shifting in the spirit realm. There's kind of been a cloud of oppression. And with reason, I mean, this world's nuts. But God interrupted things and said, whoa, 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 whoa. Remember this. I remember you. I remember you. I remember you. I haven't forgot. I remember.